Welcome to Never End the Story, a rewatch podcast where we watch the movies of our childhood, along with Tepper, grown man who's never seen them before. I'm your host, Ivan, here for a space time, not a long time. Uh, I'm Chris, and I'm a rocket ship. I'm Shauna, and I'm as real as can be. And I'm Tepper. This week, we'll be watching Stargate, directed by Roland Emmerich, released in 1994. Uh, wardrobe and cinematography had to work around Jay Davidson's nipple rings as he refused to remove them. <laughs> Chad. <laughs> I don't even know who that is. Uh, he, he plays a character. We'll get to. Um, Chris and Shauna brought this movie to us this week. Why? Well, I, I watched pretty much all of Stargate the TV series twice over uh, because every time I came home from school in high school, I'd turn on the TV and it was just playing right after I got home from school. So I'd do my homework and I'd watch it. And yeah, it was my introduction into sci-fi. So I really got into it. Um, For this movie in particular, uh, I watched the entire first season of star stargate. And then I saw this movie. So I had a bit of some backlog to, to really enjoy it. I think that's probably pretty much the same for me. My dad is a big Stargate enjoyer, and it was always on TV. But I, I, I do think I saw the show before I saw the movie. Uh, does anyone else have a personal connection to the film? I think I saw a little bit of the movie. Uh, it was on TV sometime. In a room and... that you were walking in and out of. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, one of the many, many TVs that were always on as I walked from room to room, watching five minutes of every movie in existence. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. I'm pretty. I'm pretty sure I watched a watched a bit bit of a uh, bit of this. Uh, I think I saw them go through the Stargate. And then a little bit Spoilers. of what happens after that. And beyond that, that that was it. That, that was the five to whatever amount uh, I'm permitted to watch of each movie. Yeah. I've definitely seen a chunk of the show. Uh, similar thing of like it just being on television after, after uh, work one summer. Um... I've maybe seen part of the movie. I'm not sure though. We vaguely there was a vague attempt to do a watch party for Stargate. I don't know two or three years ago that we got through maybe an episode, maybe part of the movie. wasn't a very lo- successful uh, watch party. That's what I recall. All right, uh, we're now showing Tepper the poster for the movie. Uh, please describe it and tell us what you think the movie's about. Hmm. Kurt Russell. James Spader. That That's what the movie's about. No. Um, <laughs> so this poster, there's a pyramid in it. Hell yeah. <laughs> it's, pretty, it's pretty sick. It's, it's a pyramid. It's lit up, too. It's like light shining on it and darkness at the bottom and sides. Yeah, so so the poster's like there, there's pyramid at the bottom on a huge part of the left and right is just like space, stars and darkness and stuff. And then in the middle, it's like a beam of light is coming through a gate at the top down onto the pyramid. And... At the top left says Kurt Russell. At the top right it says James Spader. Uh, in the middle, it will take you a million light years from home, but will it bring you back? Question mark. Stargate. Um, yeah, it's a it's a, it's a, it's a neat poster. Uh, if I had to guess what it's about, there, the um, Stargate is found by uh, hmm, U.S. military fund. Yeah, I guess I'll say the U.S. military funds it. 
and they open it up and like find like a team to like activate it and go through it and investigate what's on the other side um and they find themselves on a different world and then the gate is closed and they are trapped there with like a hostile alien civilization uh that they have to deal with that's crazy that's all crazy bullshit i don't know how you guess something so crazy (laughs) (laughs) these are the revelations beamed into my brain through the five to ten minutes that i watched of starkeet (laughs) plus some guesses obviously after the star war uh, everyone went on a big Star Trek to find the Stargate. Yeah. This is the culmination of the trilogy. <laughs> um, gonna share this much worse version of the post. <laughs> <laughs> huh. <laughs> Same poster with floating heads and really bad CGI. Uh, planets. Yep. And it's in Spanish. Puerta a las estrellas. <laughs> <laughs> that's gotta be portal. That I think that says portal to the stars. I don't think estrellas is time. Maybe. It... Well, this isn't the Mexican poster. Oh. That looks Spanish. I don't know. But more than Mexico speaks Spanish. Oh, fair enough. Yeah, it was La Puerta de, de Tiempo. In <laughs> that Mexico. is definitely the portal of time. Yeah. <laughs> Which confused a lot of uh, Mexican movie watchers, apparently. Yeah, I bet. <laughs> it's like, this time travel's weird. Why does Egypt look so strange? <laughs> Uh, but yeah, just those those heads really make use of the space. Yeah, yeah, I guess you could, that, that's a word for it. They make, they make use of the space. <laughs> I like Kurt Russell as a Street Fighter character and James Spader as grown-up Harry Potter. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. James Spader, I recognize that name. What, what else has he been in? He's Ultron. Okay, that's, yeah, that's Ultron. Uh, he was in, there was a TV show I watched with him. The Blacklist, I believe. He's got a great voice. You definitely do. It's it's weird because he looks very young in this. So I did not recognize him at all. Is this the origin story did is this before the show yeah this takes place before the show did it come out before the show yes yeah it's it's the the show has some of the same characters yeah but different actors for everyone yeah for everyone i think yeah all right we'll see you after the film And we're back. So, what did everyone think? Um, I saw way more of this movie than I thought I did. <laughs> There's really not much to the movie. It kind of... Yeah. It just goes. Like, like uh, they go through the portal, and I was like, okay, okay, like, yeah, I saw this, saw this, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, oh my god. I've seen way more of this movie than I thought. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, yeah, like basically up to the like execution scene. Uh, I had I had seen like them going through the portal up to there. I think I walked out of the room for like some of the exposition bits in the middle, but beyond that, yeah, but I was like, damn. You didn't watch all the way through for uh, U.S. destabilizes. <laughs> Alien planet. 
<laughs> the the uh, uh, politics side of my brain was just like, this is a metaphor for the Middle East. <laughs> just like, no, no, no. <laughs> but it was kind of kind of funny. Just like a bunch of guys are rolling up with guns, completely changing your society. Uh, yeah, uh, but <clears throat> the, yeah. So I saw way more of this movie than I thought, and um, yeah, it was it was pretty good. It was pretty good. It was. Um, I'm glad this movie had an actual. Okay, no, actually, sorry. Here is my first actual thought. This movie is just Disney's Atlantis. It's. It's several, if not ten years, before Disney's Atlantis, but I'll grant you that. Yes, well, I mean, uh, uh, abs- uh, more so Disney's Disney's Atlantis watched Stargate and oh. went, "What if we did Stargate?" <laughs> the the Daniel Jackson character for sure. Yes, that is absolutely oh, my love my from Atlantis. God, like, down, yeah, everything down to the like uh, uh, alien wife. Yes, that's what I was thinking when he stays at the end. I was like, this is just Atlantis. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> like, just, oh, man, yeah. Yeah, man, this, 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 yeah. I was constantly just like, oh, my God, this movie's just Atlantis. But, you know, obviously, give credit to this movie. Atlantis just cribbed everything from it. Uh, seven seven years before Disney's Atlantis, which was three years before Stargate Atlantis. Damn. Wait, they got them back. <laughs> it's a little Uno Reverso card for you there. Uh, but uh, yeah, like the, the, this movie was like good. It was fun. It's military sci-fi. It seems like a Tepper joint. Yeah, like it, it doesn't take much to please me in that genre. So. You liked you liked when Scar and his bros got like Mossbergs, <laughs> like bulb up Mossbergs, were just shooting aliens out of the sky. That was pretty rad. I just so best scene in that fucking movie. It's when um when uh, uh like all, all all like the people are like working and the um one of the overseers like walks up and starts beating them beating a the guy down and they all turn around with guns out pointed at him I was like oh my god <laughs> surprise motherfucker just <laughs> yeah just like gats out um <laughs> yeah yeah it, it's like um I feel like most of my comments about this movie are just gonna be like it was good cause like like it wasn't like anything incredible like my like i wasn't like oh man this is the best shit ever but it also wasn't bad but i was just constantly like yeah this is fun this is good apparently it was very close to just being bad really pieces of trivia yeah uh like the first the first test screening uh audience uh put it in like mid 30s of percentages (laughs) Oh Jesus. damn! Oh, uh, yeah, and apparently, apparently, the plot made zero sense. Uh, what so they, they apparently raw, I guess, just spoke alien, and they're like, "Okay, we'll <laughs> put ah. subtitles on, and he'll explain <gasps> everything." Okay, yeah, no, no wonder. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah, okay, I agree with that criticism. That that's that's legit. Well, like, I can't the imagine this movie without the subtitles. But yeah, it's a really geez. different movie. <laughs> like that scene between him and Daniel would just be incomprehensible. Yeah, yeah. half of <laughs> half of this movie is subtitled alien talk. Yeah. Oh my god! Why would you? Oh man, that's bad. Yeah. Okay, I, I agree with those audience criticisms. <laughs> yeah. I guess it's not alien talk; it's fake Egyptian. <laughs> See, yeah, and I, I, I find this Daniel Jackson to be kind of annoying. Like that whole scene with, um, oh, Cher, Sherway, what is her name? Um, something like that. Sharay, something like that. But they have a whole scene where he's like an ancient Egyptian expert. And he's like pointing at things on the wall and he's like, 
fettuccine and she's like fettuccine and he's like oh <laughs> oh yeah. I, I understand your entire language now yeah now yeah. i now i understand your vowels <laughs> another scene that led to straight up ripped off <laughs> Yeah, like so, some of Daniel's antics, my eyes glazed over a little bit. Like it's like, yeah, yeah. You're At the a... start, the the pissed off uh, French Stewart soldier Ferretti, I was like, this guy sucks. But the more I thought about it, I was like, no, Daniel sucks. He just goes to this <laughs> other planet, and they're like, okay, take us home now. And he's like, I don't know how to do that. What, what little old me wanted me to turn on the Stargate? It's like, yes, you asshole. That's, you said the you only reason why you're here, you, you fucking nerd. <laughs> yeah, the, the, my only my only issue with that, like the that thing, is just like, um, maybe people should have asked some more questions. Yeah, and he like should have done went, some more explaining. Like, like they, bef- went, they went off into that a little half cocked. Yeah, so it should have been like, okay, so like, what do you what do you need <laughs> so you can send us back? And you'd be like, well, my assumption is that. You know, we kind of have coordinates on the other side oh and such a session and be like, oh, okay, we, we understand. Instead of like going through and just like, you need what? <laughs> I like I like that he was just like, I just really thought that the coordinates would be right next to it. <laughs> oh my god. Could you imagine if they did like the moon landing missions like this? <laughs> I just I thought there'd be another spaceship there. <laughs> Take us back. How are we supposed to know? <laughs> yeah it, it although like uh, yeah that that guy was un it's like you signed up for an extremely dangerous mission where there is a chance that you would not come back why are you so upset <laughs> he signed up for a very easy mission that's what he was told signed up for a one hour <laughs> mission <laughs> This is why you never believe army recruiters. <laughs> yeah. Um... <laughs> also, it was surprising to see the guy from the mummy again. Oh, was yeah. Like, Hell yeah. 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 The, the burning the paper guy. He the, does. The map. He always does like wise old desert man. That's kind of his bread and butter. Hey, if you're good at it, might as well get paid for it. <laughs> it's like they're all up on the hill. It's like those like three guys down there. It's like, uh... <laughs> this is going to end badly. Man, Raw's execution plan really, uh, really backfired. You know what? A lot of things backfired for him. He's had a whole yeah. lot of L's. <laughs> well, it's like, oh man, so we're, like they they rose up and kicked me kicked me out of Earth. I'm, I'm I might be dealing with another rebellion this time. It's going to be totally different this time. I'm going to succeed. It's like, no, <laughs> no. <laughs> this time it's even worse. Eagle Street, <laughs> America the Beautiful starts playing. <laughs> And that's the good old U.S. of A. we're talking about. <laughs> just that scene from The Shadow just lives in my head. Some nice uh, sand people you got here. It'd be a shame if I armed them. <laughs> <laughs> this movie is dedicated to the brave Muhajin. <laughs> 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 I would not be at all surprised if Rambo 2 was is that Rambo 2? I think it's Rambo 2. That's like Rambo First Blood. I wouldn't be surprised if that was filmed in the same wherever they filmed this. Yeah, absolutely. Uh I like how they did 
uh, a lot of like the, the a lot of the cultural stuff was a lot more interesting than I thought. Like I thought I'd get bored with it, or or I was worried it would lean into too much into being like too silly. But like the kid playing with the lighter, um, and then like showing off to his friends. Uh, they surprise. They figured out how to fire MP5 surprisingly quickly. <laughs> <laughs> they also, I mean, to I mean the the uh, humans for lack of a better distinction, uh, figured out how to fire uh, magic staffs very quickly, too. You're right. Yeah. I liked I liked when, when they were hunting down the, like, elite commandos near the start, and he, was, he wasn't even shooting them. He was just whacking them in the head. <laughs> Sneaking up yeah. And bonking them on the head. Yeah, it was much more interested in... They were much more interested in just shooting the second group. Yeah, I think their patience started to run out a little bit it's like okay yeah we did the whole sneaking thing but how about we just like shoot them we have like staffs that shoot explosive bolts might as well use them um oh the whole stargate expedition was uh funded by the tobacco industry so that they can get <laughs> on a whole other planet on a pack a day <laughs> When that kid was going to smoke, I was just like, uh, let's see how this goes. Yeah, I like how he's just like, no parental instinct there. But then it's just like, oh god, he's touching a gun like my son did. <laughs> Please don't shoot yourself in the head. You'd have a whole long, healthy life of smoking ahead of you. <laughs> <laughs> smoking and being a slave. Looks at the camera and winks <laughs> while holding up the carton of cigarettes. Kurt Russell's a treasure. I like Kurt Russell. Yeah, I, I like how they, like, normally in these movies, the, like, military guy is, like, psycho insane for, like, no good reason. And I was glad that, like, in this movie, they, like, gave him a good reason for being like, yeah, I was just going to, like, stay here and blow myself up. And I was like, okay, yeah, like, I mean, like, you were getting ready to shoot yourself anyway, so. I understand your uh, line of thinking in uh, in this movie. And, like, it was cool to see that, like, by the end, he's like, okay, yeah, no, maybe things aren't, things aren't all bad, actually. Have depression? Just go through the Stargate. <laughs> it's increase, easy. Increase the scope of your worldview to include another world. Yes. <laughs> Meet a surrogate son. Kill a god with him. <laughs> it's a great bonding activity. Did did the did the Air Force send them there on a suicide mission? Was that like a um, uh, nuke like it just it would it was gonna go off no matter what. Is that what we're supposed uh, to? No, I, th I think when the alien modified it, oh, he made sure yeah. there wasn't an off switch. Yeah, I think the intention was yeah that that uh, that Raw's men uh, like tampered with it as opposed to <laughs> as opposed to the uh, U.S. Air Force. Huh. I never thought of that. I just I always was under the assumption that the U.S. Air Force just. Okay, to make sure he doesn't change his mind. Once it's on, it's on. Well, maybe that... See, maybe that's that more of a CIA thing, less of an Air Force thing. Well, I mean, maybe that comes from you and uh, Chris having a background, having seen some of the show, whereas Tepper and I are coming into just... Uh, you know, <laughs> I, I mean, the main character and the coolest dude is always the air force in the show too like it's kind of yeah. a show about how it's rad to be in the air force and if you join the air force you'll get a hot alien wife and you get to go and shoot aliens i i wasn't quite paying attention why is the u.s air force in charge of this project yes <laughs> uh because nobody else called like because it just sat Dibs. in yeah, it sat it sat in like a warehouse for like sixty years, and no one else called dibs. Um, there is a whole arc in like the middle of the ten season show where the NSA is the bad guy. 
<laughs> oh yeah. Wow. Yeah, yeah, it's wild. Um yeah, I mean I assume just this like aging woman who's just like, no, seriously, this is very important and all the all of the people she was going to, it's like, that's nice, dear. <laughs> and then finally the Air Force bothered to put some funding behind yes we we've got we've got some leftover uh, nazi ufo money if you if you want to if you want a piece of that what was your dad's what was his ethnicity again never mind don't i wouldn't i wouldn't ask i wouldn't ask why i was in northern africa in the late 20s and 30s oh my god i didn't even think about that i mean it was either (laughs) it's he's either a a nazi or a or a italian fascist or a french fascist scientist let's be totally some variation of fascist that's that's what was going on there at the time egypt Egypt was under british control right it was. It was. I believe so. Yes. 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 Egypt was under British control at the time. I really want to force this pun that it was fascistable. I mean, Ra was pretty fascist. Fashionable. He had the. He had some drip. He did. <laughs> he also the scantily clad youth that were surrounding the him. Cat? Yeah. What's and the that? cat. Yeah, the cats are great. What's that whole? Deal? Yeah, rip to those cats on that spaceship sacrifices must be made uh yeah there's just so many like uh, mentions about uh jay davidson uh who is the actor who who was raw just like not wanting to be a part of this project and stuff and like like the after apparently as soon as filming's finished he just like stripped naked on set and like walked out <laughs> he just hated wearing the outfits <laughs> It seems like like it's like so one of these things is just like he like didn't like being an actor and then they're like we want you to do this and he's like well I'm not going to just say no so this is like I'll do it if you for a million dollars cuz he figured they'd say no <laughs> and then they paid him so it's like well <laughs> well what, if you didn't want to be an, like what was his I don't I, it was uh so here's the uh, uh, he disliked the attention that he received after the crying game. Yeah, uh, which made him reluctant to take this role. I know nothing about that. Movie so, or uh, no spoilers. That's a movie. <laughs> that's that's a, a a very like Oscar Beatty kind of movie. Uh, um, and it was it was critically acclaimed. His filmography is insane. It's four films: nineteen ninety two, The Crying Game; nineteen ninety four, Stargate. 1996 catwalk a documentary as himself 2009 as nazi photographer in the borg hilda project that's every movie he's been in wow yeah yeah he's just like he's like i'm done and then like did a 17 minute (laughs) uh short film in 2009 he was like damn kind of respect that dude was like acting's not for me I'm out. Maybe I'll do a project for a short film in like 10 years or whatever. <laughs> yeah, so. Evidently got paid though. Hey, yeah, get that money. He was like fine in this movie. Like, Raw, Raw was, you know, he's just there's, a very typical villain. There's also a trivia piece about James Spader in, re- in relation to money. <laughs> Oh boy! He's just like he did this, his, he did this film for the money, as he found the script to be awful. So acting for me is a passion, but it's also a job, and I've always approached it as such. I, I have a certain manual laborist view on of acting. There's no shame in taking a film because you need some fucking money. Holy shit! James Spader, yes. <laughs> Did anyone like this movie? <laughs> That's what I'm thinking. Was there anybody in this project who was like, "Ah, oh, yeah, love this"? I w- hopefully Roland Emmerich. It's. I think. Yeah, my impression of that guy, knowing the movies he's done, is that he has a huge smile on his face the whole time. 
Like, could you imagine making 20, uh, not uh, the day after tomorrow, and then like five years later making 2012 and not loving everything you ever did? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Like, I think I think he wakes up in the morning and he's like, oh, fuck. Yeah. Today I get to decide how much ice goes on the ice wolves. <laughs> Just to destroy all sorts of famous locales. <laughs> well, like the uh, the bit of trivia about how the series had a totally different set of actors makes a lot more sense now. <laughs> Scara is the same. <laughs> Oh. It's the same Scara all the way through. Although Scara gets Scara and Share both get dealt pretty dirty in the TV show. Yeah. Uh, so does Kowalski actually. All the all the characters that get to continue through really get screwed over. <laughs> that sucks. I will say this brought back so much nostalgia. I'm just watching it I'm like, yeah, the Jaffa, the Gould, yeah, all these terms they don't talk about. I know the deep lore. <laughs> what was Raw an alien, Shauna? Yeah. Yes. Uh for some reason so in the movie, it's implied he's like this gray the typical gray alien. Yeah. In the show, they're worms. What? But yeah, they're like. Animorphs. But also, there are gray aliens, but they're separate. <laughs> they're like the the aliens from Animorphs, where they like take over your body. They're like a little slug, but they live in your stomach and they like take over your life. Yep. Okay. And and the show has its own little gray aliens too. Yeah, yeah the the Asgards. Yeah. I think there's like snake dudes too that are the old gold symbiotes. Oh yeah, the the reptile people. Yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of deep lore in the show that is just not in this movie at all. <laughs> Do they even call them Jaffa in this movie? Nope. Oh, I was waiting for a Jaffa Cree and I didn't hear it. And they didn't have their stomach pouches either. Yes. <laughs> Their stomachs were bare. Those, there's no kangaroo pouch there. No. This is, listeners, this is a true fact of Stargate. <laughs> Out of context, this is just, yeah. what the fuck are you talking was, about? Look, the muscle men didn't have their stomach pouches and it pissed us off. <laughs> oh. Yeah, no, it's amazing. Just like hearing these random statements. Oh, apparently Kurt Russell also thought it was terrible. And turned it down until until a, a good, good enough offer was made. Wow! <laughs> Imagine being the directors be like, "Hi, I want to work on my movie," and having multiple actors be like, "This is so dog shit. You have to pay me more if you want me on this project." <laughs> and then not only like not being offended, but just being like, "Okay, I'll pay you more." <laughs> uh, it's just like. Uh, apparently, apparently, he was sent the original uh, script, which uh, everyone seems to be willing to admit is terrible. Oh, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> I mean, I want to see that cut. Yeah, I wonder how bad it was. The unintelligible cut. <laughs> the the half the dialogue is gibberish cut. <laughs> entire scenes that you just can't understand it's so like i said like i just think about the scene between raw and daniel and i'm just like how would without subtitles that scene just makes no sense at all i love yeah i just love that like daniel just starts talking and talking more or less ancient egyptian at him yeah it just works and it's like i don't okay <laughs> this is weird he is a linguist after all, though. Mm. I mean, everything he said in the lecture hall, I was like, this guy, this guy rules. This guy knows what he's talking about. That cartouche <laughs> is fake. That's real. I, I believe that 100%. <laughs> I also like, he's just like, doesn't matter who made the pyramids. What matters is when they were made. It's like, I mean, both matter. <laughs> 
Yeah, not not exactly making the best argument. Oh yeah, the pyramids are actually landing pads for spaceships. Yeah, that's that's also that's really why. Good. Why <laughs> they well, are? I mean, but did the you spaceship. see the shape of their ships? Exactly. It's a bigger pyramid. <laughs> oh, I'm just imagining the grandeur of the Bass Pro Shop that's inside that spaceship. <laughs> Intergalactic Brass Pro Shop. <laughs> when will they come visit? <laughs> also, he's just like a I don't, I don't understand the like establishment of just like the kid starts drawing a symbol. He's like, that must be the seventh symbol. <laughs> it's like, okay, I, I don't know how you know that, but good work, I guess. If it works, it works. I mean, is there? I mean, maybe it gets talked about in the show. Is there an issue with like trial and error? Besides, obviously, like, no. If you dial something that doesn't exist, nothing happens. Yeah. So you could just, yeah, the show is they just keep randomly dialing. He's like, all right, this week, this one worked. Let's go check it out. There, yeah. There's a part in the movie where Fred Stewart says that you could open a portal just to like, you know, the space, vacuum of yeah. space. Yeah, but you would need a Stargate floating around. About. Yeah, no, he has yeah. no idea because you need a Stargate floating around. And part of the whole thing with the Stargate is you need to direct them with fly- okay wait a minute how come orion how come the, the constellations are the constellations as seen from earth uh because that was those were the symbols that were on earth's one. Oh, which is okay. an incredibly dumb system but it's yes. definitely interesting those change over time though don't they yeah, like, yeah not yeah. significantly oh yeah but but ten thousand years is gonna make a difference yeah, yeah. huh uh also like I mean, like, you see different ones depending where you are on the planet, like, <laughs> but, um, yeah, because, like, because he's right, like, it's just like, yeah, there's a fuck ton of combinations when you have, like, whatever it is, like, 50 or 80 symbols, and you need to pick seven, but, like, they had six of them. That's not a lot of combinations left. Yeah, you can trial and error that. And presumably that the fact that you just don't know your your home destination, there's only the correct results <laughs> true true they didn't seem all that yes. afraid to like just randomly dial shit considering their first plan was like let's nuke it well also he's just like he's like all right you have seven minutes to dial home it's like how is he gonna do that they had a machine to dial the one on earth yeah like he has to manually rotate this giant ring and then like slap the the chevrons like <laughs> Well, like when he's like, you have this amount of time to do it. It's like, well, I can't do it in that amount of time. And it's just like, what do you mean you can't? It's like, did anybody ask me how long it would take for me to do this dialing? <laughs> I like, I do like that the Stargate Chevrons work like a rotary phone. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> you like pull it across and it locks in and then it spins all the way around. Yeah, it's a little like it's sort. It's mostly a, a rotary phone, but then like, but you are dialing into different spots each time. Mm-hmm. It's interesting. Yeah, it's cool. Like I imagine the like set work for this movie. Like like a lot of it looks really cool. Like the pyramid spaceship when like the windows all open up. Yeah, I was mm-hmm. like, nice. Mm-hmm. And um, like uh, the uh, the effect of the Stargate turning on was actually yes. very good. Still, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Quite good. Looked Some of the like. Cool. The like uh, teleporter elevator looked a little bad, but not that bad for nine for ninety four. So yeah, it was probably one of the worst effects in this movie. Yeah, overall pre- pretty solid still. The scene when they stepped through the the Stargate was like cool. I was very confused. It's like, why do you experience the travel? <laughs> <laughs> I don't understand how Stargates work. They do that in the show too. Oh. I mean, it's definitely cool and uh, more visually interesting for a viewer than just them stepping out somewhere else, but it still yeah. baffles me. And I like how it looks like a roller coaster, like it's directional. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> going, like, 
<laughs> like they take like they take the concept of wormhole very literally. Mm-hmm. <laughs> also, like because like the his like art his like he's just like no these are obviously constellations and therefore we're clearly trying to plot uh, a line to a three dimensional space in space. It's like okay, but those move. It's just like, eh, it just has to be kind of close. Don't worry about <laughs> as it. As long as there's a Stargate there, it's fine. It's like, okay, but then why does this... Why didn't? Why wouldn't you just number the Stargates or something? Why? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Still very cool, though. Like, very yes. fancy uh, uh, piece of sci-fi design. Yeah, the the... Yeah, the more you know about space stuff, the less it... Like they send the <laughs> drone to the other side of the universe. Yes, and, they, and it and reports back exactly where instantly, it is. Instantly. In real time yeah. where it is. And you're like, I'm pretty sure it takes like seven minutes to get a like radio message from the moon. So Yeah. That's cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. like when they instantly knew where it was, I was like, uh, that's not how that works. Well, and then like I said, uh I was saying to Sean, I'm like, wait, why didn't they just say, okay, if you don't hear from us, open it again in 24 hours. Mm. And Sean has said, you can't go through the other way. You have to go in from the side that dialed. And that's very confusing. Yeah, it's one way. <laughs> they, In the whole show, they've never gone the opposite way. They've always had to dial out. And that's confusing the show does wild stuff with that like my favorite thing the show does is they build like a um like a bug net basically on the on the stargate so that people can't like dial in and invade earth um which is just like like a big uh metal sheet they put over it and if you dial in and walk through it and you walk into the metal sheet you just die you just get vaporized (laughs) it's like you get like slammed into this metal sheet and you fucking die it's yeah. <laughs> kind of funny, actually. Yeah, it's really good. <laughs> Is there a scene of of somebody getting owned by that? Yes, yes. There's an episode of a show where there's like a, a, a intergalactic like diplomatic incident because some planet is trying to like evacuate people to known Stargate addresses, and they just splatter a bunch of refugees <laughs> across the whole Stargate, and it has to be like, "Ooh, yikes! Ooh, wow, a bad." <laughs> we just have this installed. I'm sorry. <laughs> Big oof. Wow, holy shit. That's actually real funny. Oh dear. It's like we have a diplomatic incident. Why? Uh, Thousands of refugees are dead. Somebody face. left the garage door closed. You see the like pink goo that's all at least seeping out of the bottom of the stomach. <laughs> We're gonna need to clean the refugees off the plate. <laughs> um, that's fucked up. Now I'm confused. Like if if every if every Stargate has different symbols, like how how the hell do you standardize anything? <laughs> how do you find Earth? Oh, my brain. I'm pretty t- sure. Two on the show until very late in the show. Everything is in our galaxy, so the other side of the universe stuff is like only in the movie. Because they make a big deal of going to another galaxy in the in the very end of the show. Yeah, and that's kind of the conceit of uh, Stargate Atlantis. Yes, is that they go to another galaxy? Yeah, and then also Stargate Universe. Where there's an eighth symbol. Ooh. And they go to a, another universe? That represents time. A spaceship. They, they go to a spaceship? spaceship? Yeah, there's yeah like, they end up on a spaceship. There's like a Stargate <laughs> on a spaceship that's like moving through. Well, yep. that's literally cheating. Mm-hmm. Yes, it is. <laughs> uh, wha- uh, yep. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Look, we just make up the rules. We don't enforce them. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it did a good job. It's, it makes me want to watch the show more now. 
it like establishes the the baseline for you now. Yeah. And like I enjoyed the random episodes I saw, so it just didn't have like any background or anything. Mm-hmm. Well, watching this just makes me want to rewatch Atlantis. Hey, Tepper, do you know why every movie, every action movie in the nineties, like had fake MP5s? Like, is that a California gun law or something? I don't know. I was thinking about that. I wasn't. I wasn't thinking to bring it up because it. It was like only you would really understand. But when I saw MP5s with scopes, I was like, "Oh, okay." Yeah, it's <laughs> like, like MP5s with rifle scopes. That is interesting. It's like Rambo and um, even um, sometimes you gotta die hard. Know that you missed something real far out. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, should we send them with like proper right? It's like, no, no, no. We give them MP5s. Also, Americans using MP5s. I don't even know if that was even ever a service weapon for them. Only for the Air Force. The secret air force. The secret air force. The secret under mountain air base. <laughs> yeah. That, oh man, when you guys are saying like, yeah, the air, the air force is like, because I hadn't really been paying attention to, because I just assumed it was just like generic military was in charge of it. I was like, yeah, why the fuck is the air force in charge of this? Because <laughs> the air is the closest thing to space. <laughs> is before the creation of space force. I was just thinking that I'm like any new uh, Stargate series oh, will have the Space Force in charge that's of it. Amazing. The Air Force, up until very recently, the Air Force was the only branch of the American military that still had cavalry, still has horses. But now Space Force has them. Space Force, Space Force has horses. <laughs> space Force, Space Horse. Yep. They took the term space cowboy literally. There were there were some space horses in this. Yes. Man, when he was getting like dragged through the sand by the thing earlier on, I was like dead? For like kilometers. You, you die? <laughs> yeah, it's not not a good plan to be dragged by a horse of any spatial variety. Yeah. That's a tip you can take home, listeners. Yeah, apparently those were actual horses, although some of them were apparently dogs. Huh. Hmm. There's a lot more Stargate than I realized. How much Stargate is there? Oh, I mean, boy. I have no idea which of these are movies or shows. There's a kid's well, I mean, show. I know. There's SG-1. There's Continuum. The Ark of Truth, which I assume is a movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, Atlantis. Yep, that's a TV show. Why are you a different list now? Uh, Stargate SG-1 Children of the Gods Final Cut which I assume <laughs> is also a movie That that's a movie made of the first episode alright maybe the first episode was like a of. TV event maybe that's what I saw part of with you maybe yeah. is Continuum a show? is this Never heard of Continuum. Is that the kids' show? Uh, no, it is a movie. Oh, that is a continuum of SG One. It looks like, huh? But released in the middle of Atlantis. What? Huh? I might have watched it just through the fact that I've I've seen all of Stargate twice. <laughs> they the channel might have just played it and i wouldn't have mm. known the difference it sounds fair. familiar tepper's tops yeah. yeah tepper um you better get in there and put in the the symbols to get us over to tepper's tops that's yeah that's, i was going for something like that <laughs> you have seven minutes <laughs> <laughs> I, I i don't know the password i can't get access to it I thought the password would be on this side. All right, Stargate. Depper stops. Ah, uh, this is hard. <laughs> I'm just looking at Prehysteria one and two on her list again and thinking about those movies. Ah, uh, <laughs> good times, masterpieces. 
like every movie in this season, I always have to be like, my first thought is, is this better than pre-hysteria? Yes or no? <laughs> and that determines so much. Oh, man. Hmm. I think, hmm, I think put it in the number seven slot for now. Hmm. This, this might change, though. That seems fair. That seems fair. Below the prehysteria wall, but above Buck's, uh, Bug's Life. Yeah, it, it's Stargate is a good movie. But that's kind of all it is. Like, it, it, it just evokes like, oh, yes, it is a good movie. Mm -hmm. And like nothing. There, there, there's no real strong feelings there one way or the other. This would be a very passable movie. Like if it was kind of raining and I turned on the TV and this was on, I'd be like, yeah, I'd, there's a 75% chance I'm sitting down and watching this. Yeah. Yeah. Like that's a really good way of putting it is like, yeah. Like if it was just on, I'd be like, oh yeah, sure. Yeah. Stargate's cool. But like, I don't think I'd ever be like, Hey guys, let's watch Stargate or, you know, be at home and just be like, you know what I really want to watch right now? Stargate. Yeah. On the other hand, let's watch Prehysteria three times. <laughs> it's like, sure, let's watch Prehysteria. <laughs> like, like if I had some people over and we had no idea what to watch, I'd be like, guys, do I have a movie for you? <laughs> <laughs> Gonna Prehysteria pill everyone. Uh, yeah, and then for villain, we got Raw. Had some drip. Didn't quite have the energy to back it up like Komodo. Yeah. Yeah, that's the biggest thing. Rob was just, like, fine. He did have scantily clad youths. That is true. Which is certainly a look. He growled. He growled like a dog every <laughs> once in a while. Did you guys notice that? Mm. Mm. And, he and he had a handheld brain melter that's rather yeah. slow acting. Evidently. It could knock you too. It was like a shoot you around the room thing too. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> so just thinking about that again. The one scene I forgot to mention that I found really funny in this movie is after Daniel revives his wife, picks her up, and he's just like oh, strutting yeah. nonchalantly <laughs> through the guy's face, and Ross like just sitting there like, like like the look on his face is like, is that is that him? Yeah, it was. Is he it, here right now? It it very much had the energy of like oh wake up God. early so we don't have to pay for the motel room. <laughs> <laughs> and like this is so strange because I know that the the Air Force probably put some money into this movie because oh, like that's what, certainly. that's what, that's what they do. Like, as long as you make the air force look cool, but what this movie portrays the air force as is like, here's what we do. We send suicide missions <laughs> to the other side of the universe and we staff them with hotheads, a nerd and a guy who wants to kill himself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And then the other branches in the military watch this and go like, yeah, it seems accurate. Uh, raw. <laughs> yeah, just that scene just, just like running. Just <laughs> fast walk. Yeah. yeah, he was doing a fast walk. He's doing like an airport walk. Yeah. yeah. And then just raw look on Raw's face. Like, and the camera angle and everything was just like, wait, what? Quickly before they realize that we stole the the hotel robes <laughs> and all the soap. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, Raw was um, he was just kind of there. Uh, I think, I think, put him in the number eleven slot. Number 11, below oh, wow. Nim slash Jenner, 
knocking down Lily, the teens, and media from the Princess Diaries. Yeah, he was just very, like, like, he was there, but he didn't have the same presence that a lot of other villains on this list had. Uh, where they had, like, like, it didn't help that he didn't have, like, tons of screen time in comparison. Um, like, a lot of the other villains on the list were introduced from, like, minute one and were much more, like, active participants in the plot that was happening around them. Yeah. A lot of a lot of his scenes too were just him like looking down, yeah, rebellion happening around him and being annoyed. Yeah, like the only change that I might like more, I think on it is like the highest he would go is maybe to nine, because I think the Lochnar is just better than him, especially with the like you will watch my home movies. <laughs> Kind of headcanon that we have going for the wow. Lochner. <laughs> the Lochner who killed himself, basically. Like the Lochner. Yeah. Lochner's <laughs> yeah. an idiot. Oh, uh, total idiot. But it's just. Now I'll show you the movie where I win. Oh, fuck. That was the one where I lose. <laughs> no. <laughs> Someone put my slides out of order. <laughs> I could see Tarna showing up here. <laughs> yeah. With that yeah. bird. Heavy metal slash Stargate crossover. That actually be sick. Um, business dad. Suicidal business dad. Yeah, suicidal colonel business dad. He was well, I was going to suggest... Business. I was going to say, he is business. He is, I mean, his business is gun to the point that his kid shot himself so yep damn i was gonna suggest kasuf fair mm. that is also an option yeah i was surprised to learn that um kasuf was uh skara's father just because like it's like oh i just assumed he didn't have a father figure because that was how this was going to fit together Oh, he's Charest's yeah, father two too. Father figures. So I'm wondering if he if they're like some kind of hive. So, <laughs> this is just Bugs Life again. <laughs> I'm suddenly realizing. Oh my god, it is. <laughs> oh no. We just watched Bugs Life again. <laughs> <laughs> But no Kevin Spacey. Just imagine Kevin Spacey is raw. That would explain the scantily clad boys. <laughs> yeah, I was just thinking that. <laughs> there are certain things that would make a lot of sense. Um, yeah, so this guy, he's pretty business. He's a little bit of dad, though. He's there enough that he doesn't want more boys to shoot themselves yes he just wants them to smoke (laughs) he's he's reached that bar (laughs) and fire fire automatic weapons at aircraft i mean well he was against it at first yeah it's only when he realized there was no other choice hmm i think Put him in the number four slot. Hmm. Yeah, that makes sense. Below astronaut car business dad and above unhinged business magicians. <laughs> yeah, like he, he's overall a pretty balanced business dad. Yeah, I mean, yeah, he didn't go so into business that he got himself killed and almost his daughter. Like astronaut car business dad. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, there's no touching. It's going to be impressive if something can manage to touch Prehistoria 1 or 2. <laughs> yeah, I think they're, they're going to have the top spot this whole yeah. season. We need, to find, we need to find a new orange and egg to try to challenge them. <laughs> orange and egg is just... I don't think there's anything that can unseat that... It's an impressive opener. 
<laughs> yeah, like it's a, the first movie we watch, and like if you ask, like like even with season two, like I so like he's still number one, like he is still, yeah. You have like Jumanji and stuff, which are like almost kind of there, where they're just like, yeah, it's like I don't, it's like I don't understand my son, and that's actually part of the story. Yeah. <laughs> then you have Orange and Egg Business Dad. No, Orange and Egg Business Dad, like he, yes, he goes to work with Patrick Bateman and Kenichi on Business Dad. <laughs> they all drink raw eggs together and then do a bunch of push-ups. They're always trying to get a reservation for Dorcia. But like he, Orange and Egg Business Dad perfectly understands his son and his son's yes. a fucking weakling. Yes, exactly. Perfectly put. It's been yeah. eight days since the funeral, son. Get over it. Yes. <laughs> yes. Like, if, if, yes. If the never ending like, story kid had shot himself, Orange and Egg Dad would have been like, finally. <laughs> he was not strong enough to survive in this world. It is better for him to be out of it. Drink an egg like a real man. <laughs> Uh, is anyone we want to list? I can't think of anybody. Um, uh, Nazi archaeologist. <laughs> <laughs> if it wasn't for him, we wouldn't have this long-running series. Oh, and then I mean, kids with MP5s. Yes, yeah. yes, Scara with a shotgun. Scara and the gang. Yeah, yes. Scar, yeah. Scar and the boys. Yes. <laughs> so double A first. Oh, are there two A's in Scara? Is he uh, a Terrakian? Three, there's three A's in it, but yeah, there is a double A in it. I think they just won that bracket. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like looking at the other people who is I that think a are new in the bracket. bracket? Like, I don't know. Yeah, it's it's been a it's been a it's been a, a low power bracket. For the most <laughs> just income kids with MP5s. I I think finally we have a challenger for Charlie. It is and his weaponized <laughs> yeah. Santa sleigh. <laughs> yeah. Like leader of that bracket previously was charlie or naomi with her rocks in her in her gloves yeah like <laughs> it was a low power bracket but just brought guns to a rock yes fight. then we have two dozen teenagers with guns that they just learned how to use this afternoon <laughs> <laughs> they're eager to practice actually it's very interesting seeing like the time scale of this because normally you'd get the like montage scene where any amount of basic training would be instilled into these people. <laughs> it's like now they just figured it out. They just yeah. need a little chutzpah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and that is the most successful shot movie Sean has brought in, in a long while. Yeah, I was surprised it did so well. I thought this was going to be another garbage. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, this is this this. Uh, it was it was a solid movie. Like I said, like I was like I was like looking at the list and I was like, what would I? Like I was like, it's not probably not better than Prehistoria. And I was looking at, I mean, it's definitely better than The Illusionist. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we sure did watch that. Yeah, yeah, we sure did. If we take out the people who've only been on like one movie. Shauna has the best villain rating. Oh. Really? Yes. In season one or season two? In In season season two. two. Charlie's doing most of the heavy lifting there. Yeah. (laughs) A horrible child. Yeah, damn, Shauna. All right. I'm slowly digging myself out of the, the trash hole. Only in terms of villains. Yeah, no, you're yeah. just fully gone heel turn. 
Sean is the villain of this podcast. The phantom <laughs> of the never end the story. Also, like, it's two movies so far in, the, in a season of 14, so, you know. It's... Plenty of time to <laughs> dig that hole deeper. Yeah. yeah. Could have a redemption arc. No, we're going to watch the Santa Claus 2 next. Oh, God. Yes. Sounds like a good plan. <laughs> Don't not. worry. It's less awful because now multiple people are in on the on, on brainwashing an outsider. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Is that the one with the... That's not the, the one make... with the blue guy. No, okay. Oh, it's the one the I'm thinking of, guy. the hot damn. It's the other one, yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't want to give too much away. No, that one's good, though. Wouldn't want to spoil the Santa Claus 2. No, for no. real, though. <laughs> for real, though. There is a turn in the Santa Claus 2 that there is absolutely, like, there is a B-plot going on that there is no fucking way that you would ever guess. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, dear. It's been a long time. I'm not sure if I remember this B-plot. Me neither. Exciting. Uh, yeah, we'll watch that for probably Halloween, right? That's probably that more seems fitting. right. Yeah. yeah, I mean, the first one was a horror movie. Exactly. Swear. Oh, all right. Let's arbitrarily rate this bad boy. Um, I go first, which means I get to steal uh, uh, six out of seven cartouches. <laughs> Saw that one coming. Uh, I give this movie seven minutes on a bomb. <laughs> uh, I give this movie uh, cats. They were very cute. I like seeing them. <laughs> God damn it. Now all I have in my head is I give this movie scantily clad youths. They were very cute. I was happy to see them. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't love it, but I'm just stuck on that now. <laughs> yeah, I guess that's what I'm going to have to live with. <laughs> As always, I've been your host, Ivan. I'm Chris. I'm Shauna. And I'm Tepper. And a special thanks to 8 Jazz for the use of our theme song. You can find them on YouTube or follow the link in the description. Downloadable Zebras is a dedicated group of friends that make independent content. If you want to support us and ensure that we stay ad-free, go to patreon.com slash downloadablezebras. For $3 a month, you'll get bonus shows and access to the special patrons-only section of our Discord. Thanks for listening. <laughs>